Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. With Renault, official car partner of the GAA, taking the passion of a nation to a whole new gear. Grain of rice, a, a grain of rice, you're going to tip the scale. Just remember that, lad. There's a small bit of a needle there. Now, come on, Mayo, you've got to get Andy Moran into the game. Our mission was to show that we're no longer the whipping boys of Munster. Renault, official car partner of the GAA, taking the passion of a nation to a whole new gear. They are also the title sponsor of the Renault GAA World Games in 2019, which you can find happening in Waterford from the 28th of July to August the 1st, and the finals in Crow Park on August the 2nd. 1,300 players from 10 regions around the globe coming home to play on Irish soil, so you have no excuse not to make it down. You can find out more about that at reno.ie slash GAA, where you'll also get access to some special offers exclusive to GAA members. So check it out now. So, Kayla, has it like, uh, look, there's a lot of, we've, we, we went through it uh, in the other podcast, um, you know, on, on, on some of the technology, the refereeing, and, you know, even in, in, in Monday's examiner, Brian Gavin was fairly strong that maybe Sean Clear shouldn't have been getting a match of, of that magnitude with his inexperience. He said he wouldn't question his integrity, I think, which was the main thing to say. Um, but that he wasn't ready yet for an Ireland semi-final and uh, you know the lads again on the Sunday game then you know they were all uh, in agreement about two referees you know I don't know, what, what, what's your thinking on two referees at inter-county level well I suppose look Sean's from my club you know I know Sean for years and certainly you know integrity's not a, an issue with Sean Absolutely. you know I think Whatever you know, case you want to make about whether he was ready or not for that level, I don't know the, the the process that's involved in terms of progressing referees through to the big matches. But to a certain extent, he was a bit unfortunate in, in that some of the instances, you know, like when are we going to see them again? Like Brian Hogan catching the the ball over the crossbar and it being called back by Hawkeye, where technology steps in. That that's not a refereeing decision as such. If we understand it correctly, he gets a communication in the ear. The delay was ridiculous. Whatever happened there, you know, um, yeah, that was very and that and that and that, you know, uh, that that didn't help matters, you know. And uh, obviously, the fact <laughs> the delay meant that the ball went out the field and Chip scored a goal. You know, if the ball had gone over the sideline and they called it back, then you know that's one piece. Then Lee McGregor McGregor sent off, you know, so there's an injustice or a sense of injustice there amongst the Chip fans, and justifiably so, probably to a certain extent, and just in the the flow of the game. So that was. That was difficult, you know, um, for, for 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 Sean and the way the game panned out, um, and just the, the the speed of it. Do we need two refs? I think the refs need support. Um, I think do do the refs really need to be keeping time on the match? You know, in Crow Park, that can easily be taken out of their hands. You know, I think they they, they highlighted on, on the Sunday game last night in terms writing of writing down scores. Writing down scores. I mean, you know, there should be someone there on the sideline official that can do that as well. Take all those bits out of it. I think. At the end of the day, you need consistency in a match. If you have two people ref in a match, then all of a sudden you have two opinions. So you could have a decision being made at one end of the field, 
that is different to what happens, you know, maybe because you have a different individual at the other end or whatever way they split it up. But certainly you can take timekeeping, you can take scorekeeping, all that kind of substitutes coming in and out, that can be managed from the sideline, you know. So you don't have a situation where, you know, Sean's running back out after a score being taken, stopping his watch because there was a sub coming in, tracking who's the sub coming in, coming, all that kind of stuff. You Must know, be overwhelming. Like. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then the speed of the game. Like, it's not as if you're sitting down your local pitch refereeing a... You know, a junior rematch or whatever. You know, yeah, the speed of that. It's a massive occasion as well. A huge occasion. He's as nervous as players. Absolutely, probably. huge pressure. You know, and there's you know he puts huge. All the rest put huge time into it. They've got requirements in terms of fitness levels and all that kind of thing. Okay, not to the same level as players for sure, but there's pressure there and that and you know making it easy. And then of course, like you know, the linesmen and the umpires have a responsibility. Are we getting enough out of them? You know, and we've we've mentioned previously in the podcast and the last podcast just about the Kilkenny. Limerick match, you know, there's there, there's there's a referee in the middle, but there's, there's these two linesmen, and then there's these four umpires, and you know, there's there's there needs to be kind of a, a bit more support there. Would you bring in two refs, sure? Yeah, I suppose after yesterday, you know, people that listened to the guys last night would say, yeah, all the, the you know the the consensus was that there should be two referees. I'm not so sure. I think that a bit like what Brian said, like even the referees that are refereeing at the moment, there is inconsistencies as to how each of them can referee the game. You look at Fergal Horgan against Wexford and Wexford and Kilkenny in the, the match in the round robin in in, in Donan Wexford, like he, he got highly praised like for letting the game flow, and then you look at Colum Lines against Tip and Leash and he got he got criticised for for all the frees that he was given. So I, I think Fergal Horgan kind of got gonged. For well, if you look at it, he hasn't. Had, I don't think he's had a game since. Like and he know he's gone because he won't get the final because Tip or Tip are in the final. So it's just the inconsistencies of interpretation. I think that obviously referees have their own, have their own way of refereeing a match. Now. Maybe some referees like to let the play flow. Other guys like to go by the letter of the law. And probably the assessor in Crow, in, in Crow Park that goes to the matches are looking for maybe the rules to be interpreted as they should be. But maybe some referees then don't go that route. So I think it would be very hard for, for, for a situation where you have two guys who, who, who see the game differently having both on the pitch at the same time. I, I kind of go along with Brian. Let's start looking at how we can help them use technology better. Uh, you know, maybe uh, obviously the linesman can, can have a more of an impact at that level. You, they're they're into county referees as well. Yeah, I I've been thinking before. You know, I, that should should we allow a challenge per team? You know, we see it in tennis now and that kind of thing. I think, like we were all wondering with Hawkeye, and there was a lot of the older brigades saying, "Ah, that'll ruin the game. Sure, it has to be." But Hawkeye's actually added to the drama. Like, like I mean, fourteen will we ever forget? <laughs> you won't forget it any of Brian Bubbles. I mean, 82,000 of us locked onto a screen. And I thought it absolutely added to the drama. I, I don't think it's any great disadvantage. I love Hawkeye. I love Hawkeye. I love Hawkeye. <laughs> yeah, you loved him that day. But like, I can't second that, Brian. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, you know, I thought maybe a challenge a game would be would add to drama as well. Like, if it was done nice and quickly, that it, like, we just say Limerick had a challenge and Kenny had a challenge yesterday. No, probably in the course of the thing John Kiley would definitely have used up he's challenged uh, before the end but if he had kept it and he didn't need to use it let's say he didn't feel there was something as vital and they were back in the game and then it came down to the line ball and they were wired up to Brangieri or whatever and there was definitely a 65 challenge and there'd been some drama like right at the death yeah I think the, the beauty of hurling is it's off the cuff stuff it's integral in the game things happen we've all got away with situations where I might have cleared one behind the line. Jer might have got away with stepping outside the square. Brian might have got away with, you know, giving a guy a push. You might have got away with giving another dig. No, we, hold on. We, 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 we all like to bend the rules in whatever way it, it favours our team. 
but I think the integrity and I have to uh, you know agree uh, all my lads played with Burr in colleges hurling Sean Clear refereed a lot of the games he's a lovely guy a real genuine guy that's refereeing probably tomorrow in below in Dixborough or somewhere else so from that perspective that doesn't come into question with Tipperary at all I think the decision making has got to lie with the officials we have a fourth official we have assessors we should have strong umpires and people have got to make the decisions I think every game we go to the poor old ref is the bane and my dad refereed at Hall-Ireland we got rest him and he always said you know you've got to be deaf when you referee some of the referees handle that very well they, yeah. they, they don't hear anybody you, you could be at them all day and it, it doesn't phase them some referees are sensitive and, and maybe react to that situation you know and get upset you've got to have the, it's like hurling uh, at refereeing you've got to have the proper temperament you've got to have support and I think Brian hit the nail on the head the officials play their part but you know we go to games every day of the week if there's two referees there for God's sake it would be absolute mayhem I think it's the strength of the officials the people that are beside him uh, the Obviously, they're all wired up. So from that point of view, you use that as, a, as an, aid, an aid, not as a disadvantage. And I think, you know, the signs we won't quibble with yesterday, I think in fairness to Sean Clear, he was put in an invisible position. And in my opinion, for when we talk about the All-Ireland final and whatever goes happen, I think the integrity of the game is it's important that, the, you know, whoever referee is picked, that not too much pressure is put on him, that he referees the game the way he likes to referee it rather than pe people uh, sort of uh, you know dictating this is the way you should do it that's not fair to anybody yeah and I think um, Brian Gavin who was one of the best referees I always enjoyed because he allowed the game to flow but, but uh, another thing was he used to talk to you he'd tell you look it's a freebie because you know there, there's communication back and you could talk to him um, but he said that you know, and he's questioned the amount of support and resources that are being put there for referees in terms of like Inter-county teams now, the background team is, you know, it's 12 and 15 deep, you know, and they're getting every single resource uh, possible laid on, uh, laid, laid on for them. How often are referees meeting as a group, you know, and, you know, in terms of obviously their fitness, they have markers of hit, but getting together, you know, I think he referenced, could they come in and do some training with the local inter-county team, you know, in terms of the fitness or, and, and guidance and support, you know, in terms of after matches. I know they have assessments after matches and they're marked. But is there extra stuff that could be done? Because the players are being expected to hit a certain level, but they're getting resourced. Are the referees, they're, they're, they're expected to be at a similar level in terms of officiating, but are they getting resourced the same way? I, I, I don't know, but Brian Gavin has brought that point up. Yeah, and it's just, I think it's, it's um, he's right, he's dead right, because I, I think not alone do the refs deserve it, the players deserve it as well, because we all know what's going into it. Sacrifices again. You're you're going through it in the house at the moment. You know it's just it's incredible. Like you know what's going in. So they deserve that as well. And if and the refs deserve that as well because they don't deserve to be riddled. You know for an off day because players we don't like riddling them for an off day. Like for a quick example, like Gerard Hegarty is one of my favorite half hours in the country, and you can play him anywhere. But he had an off day yesterday. You know, so we're not going riddling him like for that. Anyone's entitled to that. Yeah, I suppose look at the, at the other side of it then, Dale. Like we should be when 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 a referee has a good day, we should we should be there. We should praise him as well. And I thought uh, I think it's Thomas Walsh refed the under twenty game between Cork and Tip the other night. I thought he made a fantastic job of it, but he let it flow. And I think you know, go back to Ken's point. I think if referees are there and they're under pressure to ref a game a certain way, you know, it's going to Im impact on how they how they referee. These guys are all uh, they were all you know assessed and picked because of the way they refereed as they came up along. 
let them referee the game as they see it. You know, there's rules there. They interpret the rules as best they can and they stand or fall by that. Yeah, and even, you know, rather than the second ref, and the boys were unanimous about it last night. You know, and they'd be good guys to have an opinion on it. But I, I think even the fourth official, why not have a fifth official? Let the fourth official be more active, you know, and that kind of thing. And there's, there's no issue there, you know. So, yeah, we I think, look, yeah, we all agree they need more help. And uh, we need more active linesmen and stuff like that. Just the last topic, um, and it was a, a bugbear of mine nearly 12 months ago, was that we were giving up another hurling weekend by putting the two semi-finals on together. I would agree that the Leinster, I, I still disagree that the Leinster final and Munster final should be the same day because I think people would like to go to both of those and maybe a Saturday, Sunday for those as well could work. But I actually think that after yesterday now as well, this weekend uh, to ourselves really for the semi-finals it, is it started working I mean the, the atmosphere for both games was just electric really like and uh, hard to buy it and you know other, other sports can't compete with it at the moment yeah it was phenomenal like last two years like we've had uh, you know last year's you know the extra you know the extra times and two brilliant games yesterday was absolutely fantastic as well so I suppose they've been lucky enough and they've, since they've brought it in and the weekends that they've had two brilliant uh, two brilliant weekends of hurling like you know so again I suppose it, like everyone we, we all felt losing 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 Sundays to maybe other sports and not having our traditional All-Ireland final on the first Sunday of September you know we're into the middle of all, we're heading into August and, the, and, and in three weeks time we'll have a great game but uh, it's just I suppose like anything we were lucky that uh, you know both games turned out to be absolute classics. Like you know, so go with your day on that. I think from the point of view that having a great weekend of hurling in, in in Dublin, brilliant. Yeah, and it's it's at the end. Like we have the round robin in both provinces now, and and uh, you know there can be maybe the you know and a team can lose a game and they get back into it and and uh, but it's really semi final time. Like it's it's do or die, and I I don't think we'll have too many, you know. Uh, drab affairs in any way because by god the prize is so 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 big um great stuff lads uh, great great opinions and uh we look forward to doing it all again in three weeks maybe we might have a preview one as well with the help of god um and uh certainly afterwards i suppose we we, we have to talk about it again because uh, uh they're sitting opposite opposite we kept them away from each other in the table even here today so uh, uh we let them off now to the various camps and uh, we we'll wish them the best to look and no doubt if, you know, we, myself and Ger, uh well, Gerard probably has no problem with Cork, Tip or Kilkenny being in the final, but Wexford Limerick would have been nice, but there'd be no hope of getting a ticket. So, but look at, if these two serve up what they've served in past finals, I just can't wait. Mouth-watering stuff. So thanks again, folks, for listening. And you can pick us up on SoundCloud and iTunes. Thank you. With Renault, passion for what drives you. Official car partner of the GAA. 